Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. What's happening in Florida is a microcosm of what's happening around the nation, particularly with regards to abortion and the attempt to amend state constitutions. We'll talk about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the right to life is not given to us by popular vote, nor can it be taken by one. And that comes from Faith to Action President Janet Folger Porter. She's absolutely right in saying that the right to life is an inalienable right that comes from our Creator. In right. fact, the Declaration of Independence says that we are endowed by our Creator, not government, not the Supreme Court, not legislators. We are endowed by our Creator with the inalienable right to life. And that document protects life, not abortion. Life. And so life this week as we celebrate life and we resolve ourselves to fight for the sanctity of human life, we need to be cognizant of what's happening around the country with regards to abortion amendments. Right now, we have a number of states around the country, like Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Maryland, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, and South Dakota, thus far, are currently being targeted by abortion activists to have abortion appear on the ballot in 2024, in November of 2024. And there may be other states in the mix as well. We'll talk today about what we're doing in Florida. But that's just, Holly, states with regards to ballot initiatives where the pro-abortion organizations are trying to get enough signatures to get that issue of abortion on the ballot to vote for abortion in November of this year. You know, it just it just shows you, Matt, that how people are deceived and people take the words, just like the enemy, and twist words. I mean, you think about Margaret Sanger and what she did to get Planned Parenthood to where it is today. She used deceptive words and lies to market what she was doing to make people think, oh, black ministers, they should help black people in this way. And just a lot of deception going on. And this is continued today with Planned Parenthood and this whole initiative to continue abortion. Yeah, Ohio, California, Michigan, and Vermont, uh, those states actually codified abortion in their state constitutions. Kentucky, Montana, and Kansas had pro-life initiatives on the ballot in 2023. They failed. So there's no advancement, there's no retreat, their status quo, but they failed. Their pro-life initiatives failed. The other pro-abortion initiatives, those passed, as I just mentioned. And then we have all these other states that are having these abortion initiatives. In addition to that, there's also all the litigation going on around the country with regards to the existing statutes, the laws mm -hmm. that the legislature have passed uh, or older laws that are come back into existence after the overruling of Roe, those are being challenged. We've had a lot of success in defending many of those laws. We've got briefs in many states around the nation and more to come. But let's focus on Florida here for just a moment because Florida is 
basically a tip of the iceberg. I mean, that's a big state. It's one of the biggest states in the union. It's always been a big state as it relates to presidential elections. And obviously, um, it is a very diverse state. You really have three sections of Florida. You have the north, you have the central, and you have the south Florida. You have a widely diverse demographic in Florida. And so they targeted Florida. They say that they've gotten enough signatures to put an abortion initiative on the ballot. It's not certified yet. It has to still be certified that the mm -hmm. signatures are valid. They have to be certified in each county, actually, in Florida. So Yeah, so that still is going on. But I know that they're so confident that they have discontinued gathering signatures and for this petition because they think they have enough um signatures. So on February the 7th, the Florida Supreme Court will hear oral argument on this abortion amendment, the proposed abortion amendment. And uh, Liberty Council, uh, we will be there. We filed a brief challenging uh, that abortion initiative because it violates both a statute and the state constitution. And the state constitution says that laws, including voter initiatives, must have only one single subject can't be multiple subjects because you might favor one, but then the other one comes in as well. So you have to be very precise and targeted having a single subject. Number two, statute says for voter initiatives that it has to be very clear, cannot be deceptive or uh, confusing. And we believe this violates both. Let me just take, for example, uh, a couple of the words here. Let me give you what the actual... Uh, ballot initiative says, and then I'll read what the actual amendment says, because they say two uh, different things. The ballot initiative, which is what the voter would read if this gets put on the ballot, the ballot initiative, when you go to the polls and you're reading the ballot, would say this. No law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. This amendment does not change the legislature's constitutional authority to require notification to a parent or guardian before a minor has an abortion, close quote. That's what the voter would read. Mm -hmm. Well, what does the actual amendment say? The amendment doesn't have that second sentence. The amendment just says, no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's health care provider. That's the actual amendment. There is no mention in the actual amendment, if passed, that would go into the Constitution, that it would not change the legislators and their constitutional authority to require notification to a parent or guardian. So that appears a deceptive move. It's very deceptive. On the Florida Protecting Freedom organizations. Yeah. So when you go to the poll and you were to read this, you'll say, okay, um, as long as it protects parental notification, fine. But then what actually gets in the Constitution doesn't have that sentence. Mm -hmm. And then what gets in the Constitution actually would overrule parental notification. Why? Because a Parental notification law would require a minor to get notified by the parent or notify the parent or get consent by the parent, but at least to notify the parent, have to prove that that minor has notified the parent or guardian before the minor can have an abortion. 
And if there is no proof of notification of the parent, then the minor can't have an abortion until notification occurs. Well, the actual language says that no law shall prohibit, penalize, or delay or restrict abortion. Well, doesn't a parental notification mm -hmm. law have some restriction on abortion? Absolutely. Yes. Does it not possibly have the situation where it would delay an abortion? Yes. You come into the abortion clinic, you don't have notification, you can't get the abortion until you get notification. So that would overrule those um, parental notification laws. You know, what's interesting, too, is you go on the website for Florida Health, and you see all the different positions that are licensed as a health care provider. Yeah, let's look at that. There's, there's a lot of different words that we can talk about. Some real big words are <clears throat> viability mm -hmm. is one. We don't even have time to talk about that, but there's lots of different views as to what viability means. Necessary, what is necessary? Patient's health. Health has this broad mm -hmm. view of mental, physical, social, familial, geographical, even financial, perhaps financial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. None of those are defined. But then what you're talking about, Holly, is as determined by the patient's health care provider. So different positions listed on that page are like tattoo artist, a 911 operator. So you put that in the context of this amendment, you'd have to go to your tattoo artist to get permission to get an abortion? Or you could go to your tattoo artist. You, you could fact, um, it says that you can have an abortion whenever it's necessary to protect the patient's health, as determined by the patient's health care provider. Now, a healthcare provider, as you mentioned, there's about 60 different categories mm -hmm. that are listed. Used to be that a septic tank contractor that was, was one bizarre. of the categories, yeah. but they just got moved into a different category. But right. tattoo artist, um, audiologist, respiratory therapist, like I said, a 911 operator. 911 operator, you can call the 911 operator. I'd like to get an abortion. I think it's necessary. Okay, go ahead. And you got permission. <laughs> In other words, this is abortion on demand. Right for any reason, at any time, by a wide variety of uh, sources that can give you that permission to get an abortion. Very, very deceptive. Pray for the case February 7 at the Florida Supreme Court. For more information, visit lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.